morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, September 27th. We hope you are having an excellent Monday morning, and we also hope that you had a great weekend. I'm JL, and I'm joined by Colby. Colby, what's up? How you doing? Really pumped, JL. You know, we had a big, big slate of NFL Sunday afternoon football games yesterday, and now we got Eagles-Cowboys tonight. Can't wait to get into all the action that went on yesterday, and really excited to get the week started. For sure, for sure. And I know that you're going to have like an in-depth recap for us um, in terms of like the NFL games in just a few. But if you're an avid listener of this 731 podcast, you know we normally have a birthday or an anniversary or some kind of fun, rare fact for you guys. And as usual, we've got something and it's a pretty big one. Happy 39th birthday to Lil Wayne. When somebody is around for a very long period of time, it's hard to believe that they're still as young as what they are. So it feels like Lil Wayne should be a lot older than 39 because we're talking about 20 plus years in the game. Um, A lot of us, if you're like in my age range of mid-20s, we got our introduction to Lil Wayne around 1999-2000 as kids. He was the the voice at the end of Juvenile's Back That Thing Up, for those that don't know. And so that was our first real major introduction to him on a mainstream level. And ever since then, it's just been hit after hit. Many different iterations of the Carter, which, you know, I think each volume of the Carter just kind of represents a certain stage in my life. And I think that goes for a lot of people when it comes to a, a long-term artist. And you can kind of pick certain songs and pick certain albums and go okay that was elementary school that was middle school that was high school yeah very well said jl and my favorite Lil wayne album is probably the carter four that was heavily featured in madden that i was very much addicted to growing up speaking of football you know we got to highlight some of the big slate of games from yesterday sports let's talk about the one o'clock p.m eastern time matches The Chiefs and Chargers definitely lived up to expectations, but I don't think many people saw LA actually knocking off Kansas City 30-24. In that game, Justin Herbert threw for 281 yards and four touchdown passes, outdueling Patrick Mahomes, who had 260 yards through the air, three TDs, but two costly interceptions. The Arizona Cardinals might have defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 31-19, but the Jags had the longest kick return in NFL history in that game off the back of a 68-yard missed field goal by Matt Prater. After the missed kick, it was Jaguars return specialist Jamal Agnew who took it all the way back to the house for a 109-yard score. The Cardinals are now 3-0, and even though Kyler Murray didn't pass for a touchdown in this game, he threw for 360 yards and did register a rushing touchdown to his name, so he's very much still in that MVP conversation. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Detroit Lions 19-17 in what was an uncharacteristically quiet game for Lamar Jackson only totaled around 200 total yards through the air and on the ground, but did have one touchdown. Nonetheless, Baltimore was able to hold off Jared Goff and that Lions offense, keeping them in check in that low-scoring affair. Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints went into Foxborough and handled Mac Jones and the New England Patriots, beating them 20-13. The Saints intercepted rookie quarterback Mac Jones out of Alabama a total of three times, including one that Malcolm Jenkins took all the way back to the house for six. Shout out Malcolm Jenkins. He's from my hometown, Piscataway, New Jersey. Sticking in the AFC, the Cleveland Browns did their thing at home against the Chicago Bears, winning 26-6. Baker Mayfield threw for 246 yards and one touchdown in that game. Superstar quarterback Josh Allen had 386 yards through the air and four touchdowns in the Bills route of the Washington football team. Josh Allen's another guy like Kyler Murray that's going to be in that MVP conversation when the end of the year comes. The Tennessee Titans got the best of an Indianapolis Colts 
Colts team that is just stuck in the mud right now at 0-3. Ryan Tannehill threw for three touchdown passes and Derrick Henry ran for over 100 yards in that game. One of the more impressive victories I think that happened yesterday was the Bengals going on the road to Pittsburgh and getting a big win against the Steelers. Young gunslinger Joe Burrow threw for three touchdowns, two of which went to Jamar Chase, who was having a phenomenal rookie campaign so far with four touchdowns in his first three games. JL, we also had some WNBA playoff action yesterday, didn't we? We did. Really, the, the WNBA playoffs are just kind of getting started. I broke it down a little bit when we went live a couple of days ago, but for those that don't know, the first two rounds of the WNBA playoffs are single elimination. So the best comparison I could make is maybe the play-in for the NBA or, of course, like the wild card rounds for the NFL or the MLB. But nonetheless, the whole season was interesting, especially with the Olympic break. And we had um, some fun games on on Thursday night, but um, it all kind of came to this deciding Sunday to see who essentially progresses to the semifinals, which could also be the equivalent of the conference finals in the NBA. I'm going to give you guys just a little bit of a recap. The very first game was Phoenix versus Seattle. Of course, Diana Taurasi versus Sue Bird and it was a battle went into double overtime both teams fought of course Seattle was the reigning champs from last year they weren't trying to go out but ultimately Phoenix ended up getting the W so they're advancing to the semifinals who knows I mean we know DT is at least playing one more year because she's made that clear but we don't know an answer on Sue Bird yet so that very well could have been the last DT uh, Sue Bird matchup if that was indeed the last Sue Bird Diana Taurasi battle it was it was one for the ages and we'll have more playoff action coming later this week yeah the game is definitely going to miss the likes of a Sue Bird and with that let's transition into some soccer in the Premier League Arsenal defeated Tottenham 3-1 on Sunday in the London Derby helping them get their season back on track Emil Rowe, Pierre Aubameyang, and Bukaya Saka all added their name to the tally sheet for Arsenal. The only other game that went on yesterday was Southampton against Wolves, and Wolves won that game 1-0 with a goal in the 79th minute to give them three points. Over in Spanish League La Liga, Barcelona got themselves a much-needed 3-0 victory on Sunday against Levante. Memphis Dubai, Luke de Jong, and Antu Fati all found the back of the net for Barcelona, who now find themselves in fifth place in the La Liga table. Since it was a bit of a quiet weekend, I thought I'd give you guys some insight into an article slash interview that I did this past week. I worked with Adidas on their new promotion for their new Afropunk campaign, and it's called Live. I can't say it because it's a curse word, but it's Live the Bleep Out Loud. And for those that don't know, um, Adidas tapped bionic model Marsha L for this campaign, and she really embodies everything that Adidas represents, which is just being unapologetic, athletic, comfortable within yourself. She's really a quadruple threat because she is a model singer. And at one point she was pursuing her nurse practitioner degree. Um, she said now she focuses on just healing and being a mentor. And I think she was a great first choice. She lost her leg. I didn't go into the details of, of why in the piece, because I think it's important to not really focus on the bad things that happen. And that's how her attitude is too, because she feels like, you know, I'm not going to let anything hold me back. She's been able to take the challenges and the setbacks and just become a strong-minded warrior. And so I think if you need a little bit of inspiration, if there's something that you can personally identify with or you know somebody that can personally identify, check out this piece because it was a great interview. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I think this story represents a lot of what our company, JL, is all about. 137 p.m., perseverance, 
you know, battling through adversity. So really great read. Definitely go check that out, guys. And with that being said, that does it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. You know the deal. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious.